welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today we talk all things Super Bowl. Hello, hello, hello. Happy six more weeks of winter. Is that what we decided? I think so. You know what? It's fine. I'm not going anywhere anyway. More pressing is the question that has dominated my house this week, which is, how early is too early to eat Easter candy? Normally, I do usually try to say, okay, let's hold off until Valentine's Day. But of course, these are not normal times, so we have had two bags of Cadbury mini eggs come through the door so far. Part of me feels like there should be a Cadbury mini egg exception, And part of me thinks it's probably a good idea to limit them to like a six-week span of the year. I haven't gotten any other Easter candy yet, but I did try to find Peeps. My husband the other day was like, Peeps are back. He saw something online because you know they stopped making them for a while because of the pandemic, but they are not back. I tried to get some at Target the other day and they had like the ones on a stick, but I am not paying $2.18 for four Peeps. So they are not back and I will wait for the box, which is fine since it's not even Valentine's Day yet anyway. Speaking of Valentine's Day, this is so great. I came across this article that Lowe's is putting on a night of romance event for Valentine's Day. I mean, it's true. You can socially distance at a Lowe's better than almost anywhere else indoors. It looks like you get to throw paint at a big canvas. Am I alone in feeling like one of the best things about that would be the fact that someone else has to clean it up? I feel like that is a big perk. The event will be held in 10 different U.S. cities, but if you don't live in one of them, there's also a virtual cooking class the night before Valentine's. They'll send you an ingredient list. I believe it is a charcuterie board and a mocktail, which sounds great to me. I have to say that I love the creativity of it. Besides which, how many of us haven't spent a Friday or Saturday night or many at Lowe's? Of course, this weekend is the Super Bowl. We are heavily invested in the Super Bowl around here. My husband is a big Chiefs fan from like childhood. So last year's game was very dramatic and stressful and ultimately exciting. The first Super Bowl win by his team in his lifetime. I mean, really? Thank goodness they won that game. I would not go so far as to say that I predicted this year's matchup, but when Tom Brady signed with Tampa Bay, I said to my husband, watch it be Chiefs Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. And then the Bucs didn't look so great for a while, but of course, the legend of Tom Brady continues, and here he is in another Super Bowl. I would say before this year, there were probably two groups of people as it related to this kind of thing. The spoiled Patriots fans who love Tom Brady and Everyone else who wanted nothing more than to see Tom Brady and the Patriots lose. That was like a world that made sense. But now we live in a world where the Patriots did terrible without Tom Brady, and Tom Brady somehow made his way to his 10th Super Bowl at 43 years old, the oldest quarterback to lead his team to a Super Bowl. And I almost feel like there's this feeling around it that Tom Brady is like the sentimental favorite, which has never happened. And it's a little disconcerting, to be honest. I started reading this article that basically said as much, but I held up the phone to show my husband the headline, and he looked like he needed a barf bag, so I moved on. I will link it in case you want to read it, though. I always, I guess I should say almost always, go for the sentimental favorite in these types of situations, but obviously that is not an option in this case. 
Tom Brady has won six Super Bowls, so I mean, it's all right. He's fine. It does make for good drama, though. Speaking of drama, my husband's biggest fear for the last two weeks has been that there would be a COVID outbreak on the Chiefs. I was like, come on, they won't risk it. They will put these guys in a literal bubble. There will be like a text chain initiated by Patrick Mahomes like daily where he's like, are you home? Are you doing nothing? Good. (laughs) My husband, you know, he takes it very seriously. He's like, you know, they still have to go to practice. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. I guess I meant a figurative bubble instead of a literal one. You get the idea. But then the other day, this story comes out from ESPN that is just unbelievable. Like, are you kidding me? Unbelievable. So the Chiefs had 20 people in line for haircuts from the team barber, including their starting quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, when they pull the barber right in the middle of it because his COVID-19 test came back positive. Like, he has a guy in the chair, the team's backup center, when they're like, wait, 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 hold on. So the NFL has a pretty strict protocol, and anyone who comes in close contact with a COVID-positive person has to sit out and get negative tests five days in a row before they can come back. They were both masked. Luckily for the Chiefs, only two guys were deemed close contacts before they got the barber pulled. But I was like, how are they letting this happen? (laughs) They couldn't wait until the test came back to all line up for their haircuts. They're lining up for haircuts in the first place. They can't wait until the Monday after the game to get their hair cut. Like, I do understand a lot of people will be watching, but you are wearing a helmet 90% of the time. It's fine. (laughs) We almost had a major crisis in my house because of that. Okay, so here are a few fun facts for your Super Bowl watching. As I said, Tom Brady will be the oldest quarterback to start in the Super Bowl. He turned 43 last August. Patrick Mahomes will be the first quarterback age 25 or younger to start in two Super Bowls. He turned 25 in September. Of course, if he wins, he would also be the youngest to win multiple Super Bowls. It's the biggest age difference between starting quarterbacks in Super Bowl history, and the Chiefs are trying to become the first team to repeat as champs since the Patriots, led by Tom Brady, did it in 03-04. Obviously, this is sort of all about the quarterbacks. Tony Romo is one of the guys calling the game, and he said it's like LeBron going up against Jordan. So there you go. What else? The food. I mean, I love Super Bowl food. Who doesn't? I have no idea what we're going to eat, though. I keep asking my husband, what do you want to eat? It's like he can't wrap his head around that part of it. He's just going to be pacing back and forth during the game anyway. So I feel like I should basically just make what I want. Last year, I made Jenna Bush's queso. I remember that it made a ton I also made guac, of course, and these little Cocoa Crispy footballs that I was pretty proud of since I drew laces on them too. Obviously, I took a picture of them. I haven't done this yet, but I always look online. There are so many good appetizer ideas around now, and I usually end up trying something new or stashing it away for later. One of my favorite salsas was from a USA Today recipe roundup from a few years ago, actually. I'll link it. Okay, on to the halftime show. This year's halftime show is The Weeknd, which I would say I am neutral about right now. I would say most years I find that I usually enjoy talking about the halftime show more than the actual halftime show, which you know is fine. I also like to play this game where I make a list of the halftime shows I would either like to see happen or predict will happen in the future. Kind of like, who are the biggest people who haven't done a halftime show? I will say, first of all, I am always surprised there hasn't been like a country-type halftime show. 
like I would not say full country, but like Carrie Underwood and Keith Urban doing the fighter, Marin Morris doing the middle, that kind of thing. I feel like the best halftimes have multiple performers. I told my husband that they really missed the boat by not having an American Idol themed halftime one of the years the game has been on Fox. Actually, what I really said first was that they should do it the next time the game's on Fox because, you know, they rotate around. And he was like, yeah, except American Idol's on ABC now, which, of course, I do know, but I forgot. (laughs) But I thought a Carrie Underwood, Kelly Clarkson, Jennifer Hudson anchored halftime could be a good one. Special appearances by Daughtry, David Archuleta. Who does Justin Guarini play in the Diet Dr. Pepper commercials? Lil Sweet. I mean, how great would that be? Taylor Swift is probably the biggest name who has never done a halftime show. I expected her to do that maybe four or five years ago, like 1989, maybe Reputation era. I feel like a Justin Bieber, Shawn Mendes halftime would be good. I suggested the Jonas Brothers to my husband. I was like, the Joe Bros. You should have seen the look on his face. And I quote, Jonas Brothers? That would stink. (laughs) I disagree. I have to interject here, though. Have you seen the clip from when Nick Jonas got married? I will put a link in the show notes. So the families did this song and dance competition before the wedding, like full choreography. It's amazing. I played this clip so many times when it first came out, like trying to take it all in. I also actually even downloaded the song from it. I was like, how is this entire thing not a movie that I can stream right now? It was incredible. Anyway, it is probably no surprise that my ultimate halftime, besides maybe a 25-year TRL anniversary show, would be a boy band theme. (laughs) Everyone would get their jokes in, blah, 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 blah. But I guarantee every living room in America would be rocking if Nick Lachey and JC Chazé joined in with the Backstreet Boys and I want it that way. Are you kidding me? No one asked me. Why doesn't anyone ask me? There are plenty more great ideas where that came from. Trust me. (laughs) All right. Enjoy the game. Please root for the Chiefs for me. That's it for today's Walk Around the Block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at WalkTheBlockPod or subscribe on Apple Podcasts where you can also leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already. I will see you next week. 